Hello everyone and welcome back to the last episode in this series for the Women's Wellness Podcast and this week we're going to be talking about antioxidants. So antioxidants are man-made or natural substances um, that can help to prevent or delay some types of cell damage. So free radicals are the substance like waste substances produced by cells and can cause inflammation in the body. And if the body cannot process and remove them efficiently, oxidative stress can result. So free radical damage can change the instructions coded in a strand of DNA. It can make a circulating, like our, what they call bad cholesterol, sometimes called bad, sometimes essentially your low density lipoprotein. It can make this molecule more likely to get trapped in an artery wall, which is then going to influence your overall cholesterol ratio. Sometimes free radicals can alter a cell's membrane, changing the flow of what enters the cell and what leaves it. So essentially you don't want these free radical damage, like these free radicals hanging around in the body for too long. And antioxidants essentially mop up the oxidative stress that results from these free radicals being in the body. Um, and if this oxidative stress is not managed, it can impact cardiovascular health, um, thyroid health, ovarian health, and even your skin. So things that can lead to this oxidative stress include excessive exercise, inflammation, an injury leading to tissue trauma, consumption of certain foods, though those that are like processed and refined, smoking, radiation, and environmental pollution. The body does produce some antioxidants itself, but you can obviously, like I said, get some from food as well. So antioxidant is not really the name of the substance, but rather it describes what a range of these substances can do. And examples of antioxidants can include your vitamin A, C, E, um, and other additional things such as beta carotene. So each antioxidant serves a different function and it's not interchangeable with another. This is why it's important to have a varied diet. So your sources can include dark leafy greens, so spinach, kale, um, those sorts of things. Also green tea, flaxseed, berries, Brazil nuts, carrots, red grapes, broccoli, um, oranges, bell peppers, nuts and seeds, legumes, dark chocolate, pomegranate, the list goes on. But essentially, what could this look like for an actual meal? I'm going to give you an example. A breakfast could be some oats mixed in with a little bit of protein powder if you want to increase the protein amount, topped with some berries, a little bit of flaxseed and a little bit of dark chocolate. That would be a really great breakfast with some antioxidants in. Lunch could be um, quinoa with some salmon fillet alongside something like grated carrots um, with some bell peppers and maybe topped with a little bit of pumpkin seeds. And this, it could be very similar for dinner. A snack could be something like Greek yogurt with um, cacao nibs, maybe some berries again, and you might want to change the nuts and seeds. You could top it with some walnuts um, or something like that or you could have a handful of grapes alongside or some orange segments so there's a variety of different ways that you could integrate these sort of antioxidants really easily into your day 
It's important to note that cooking particular foods can increase or decrease the antioxidant levels. So, for example, tomatoes, when they're heated, um, the antioxidants in them can become more bioavailable, which means it's easier for our bodies to process and use. However, something like peas lose much of their antioxidant activity when they've been cooked too much and therefore it's important to like include a variety of different sorts of these sources both in their cooked and raw form and regardless of what cooking you want to do you kind of want to focus more on things like boiling rather than something like frying because um, that is going to decrease the antioxidant availability more regardless Um, the best sort of cooking would be boiling Um, So the following additional tips can basically help you increase your antioxidant intakes. This could be including a variety of fruit or vegetables into your meals, having some green tea during the day, if that's something that you find that you like, but also looking at the colours on your plate. If your food is mostly brown or beige, the antioxidant levels are likely to be quite low. So you want to include a little bit of rich colour, so your things like your leafy greens, your beetroot, your berries, your bell peppers, oranges, things like that. Colour is going to be really important. And of course, there are antioxidant supplements out there. Um, One possible reason why many studies on these supplements do not show a health benefit is because the supplements tend to work in a different way. So antioxidants are best in combination with other nutrients and even other antioxidants. So when you're getting them through food, you're getting them alongside a different nutrients. Whereas when you're getting them from supplements, those nutrients might not be in place and therefore the reaction of that antioxidant might be a little bit different. So for example, fresh strawberries contain around 80 milligrams of vitamin C a nutrient classified as having high antioxidant activity. But a supplement containing 500 milligrams of vitamin C does not contain the plant chemicals that are also found in strawberries, which help possess and basically team up with other vitamin C to help fight disease. So the supplements may not be giving you everything you need for those antioxidants to work in the best ways. That's why it's often easier and actually sometimes cheaper um, to actually get them through get these antioxidants through your diet and there are differences in the amount and type of antioxidants in food versus supplements um, and that can influence their effect for example there are eight chemical forms of vitamin e present in food however supplements typically only contain one of these forms so in conclusion excess free radicals contribute to chronic diseases such as cancer heart disease vision loss It doesn't automatically mean that substances with antioxidant properties will fix, but it can help. The studies are far from inconclusive, but generally don't provide strong evidence that the supplements have a substantial impact. It might be more that the actual food and the habits and additional vitamins and minerals and fibre that you're getting from these sources of food in general are helping with the overall activity and the overall ability for the body to help fight these sorts of um, diseases. So eating those fruits, those vegetables, those whole grains, all rich in networks of naturally occurring antioxidants and their helper molecules, 
provides protection against many sources of aging for example so what I want your key takeaway to be from this is that you don't always need to be supplementing with additional things that you've heard that will be helping there are so many different benefits from these sources of food which I'll read out again beyond just antioxidant abilities but because antioxidants come from these sorts of vitamins you get the benefits of those vitamins outside of that. You get the benefit of the fibre, the benefit of the minerals that are coming for it, but also the digestion benefits and also how it's going to help maintain that satiety. A lot of these foods may be due to their fibre intake, but also due to the fact that they're more unrefined whole grains. are going to help to keep that blood glucose level a lot more stable, so they're going to help prevent any sorts of like peaks and lulls in your energy levels. So again, last little run through, your spinach, your flaxseed, your berries, your cacao nibs, your nuts and seeds, carrots, broccoli, bell peppers, oranges, dark chocolate, pomegranate. These are such incredible foods that I would highly recommend if you can to incorporate somewhere within your diet. It doesn't need to be done all in one day. It could be a little bit here and there across the week they're going to be really beneficial for helping your body just to help remove those waste products that come from um, cell activity essentially but I hope you've enjoyed these podcasts I think they're about 13 14 15 by now Um, this is the end of series one I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break and then getting back to it in the next series so please do as always drop me a message if there's anything that you want me to talk about specifically but I hope you have a lovely rest of your week and enjoy the sunshine